Welcome to this bonus episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Super pumped to be here. Happy Friday. And I wasn't planning on recording this. I had created an Instagram post today and I spent a lot of time thinking about this post and it is four things preventing your e-commerce store from growth. And I was thinking about this and said, you know what, let me just do a little podcast recording to kind of go with my Instagram post because this is something that is really important and I want to highlight a few things. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. It'll be a great episode. So when it comes to growing your e-commerce business, you know, there isn't like one way to do everything. There's a lot of different ways. There's a lot of things that worked well for me. And there's a lot of mistakes I made. And so a lot of the things that I teach you are mistakes that I made or overcame or learned from my mistakes. And then a lot of things I teach you are things that I did really, really well. So when it comes to growing your e-commerce business, I know you are often struggling with a lot of things, all the things on your plate, how to balance, how to balance having a personal life, how to, if you're working a nine to five, how do I do my nine to five and have my business? Uh, all, all the things. And then when it comes to actually working on your business, you know, you have to ship products, you have to do customer service emails, you have to figure out how to do everything from setting up Google Analytics to how do I post an Instagram? How do I create flat lay photos? So I know it's a lot of things that you are always trying to learn. And I know how frustrating it can be because I have been in your shoes. When I launched my product-based business in 2016, I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do. I had no rule book. I had no playbook. I learned everything from scratch, from being scrappy to figuring it out. And I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, and I'm very honest about those mistakes. I think you got to own your mistakes. No one starts these businesses and knows everything of what to do. However, there are a lot of things I could have done differently to get myself even farther ahead in my business. So for my business, and I talk about this you know, quite often I went from zero to multi six figures of revenue in about two and a half years. So I made almost 500,000 in sales in two and a half years. So no, that doesn't know what that's not profit. It's just sales coming in. Um, I did not use ads. I didn't pay influencers. I was very scrappy. I was very lean and I really figured out a lot of cool ways to grow my business without having to, again, pay for ads and all that kind of stuff. So most of you start your business and you basically don't know any other way to get customers except ads because that's what people tell you. And I'm here to bust that myth out the door because that is not true. I'm literally living proof of someone who grew their business, got tons of customers, um, got loyal customers, and did not use ads. So let's dive into it. Um, I'm really excited to share some of these tips with you. Um, before we dive into that, what if you could scale your Shopify store and have paying customers that were obsessed with your brand all without relying on Facebook ads? I know you are saying, holy sugar, that this is for me. What if I could help you create your e-commerce shop that brings in new customers all while retaining your existing customers, plus more profit, more traffic, and scroll-stopping reviews from your customers, all without the overwhelm, self-doubt, and what do I do next syndrome. 
if that is you, I encourage you to join my signature course, the Slay and Scale Product Academy. This course is pretty much like your e-commerce product MBA, all without the $300,000 price tag. You can literally get started today for as little as $99, and it is literally your direct roadmap to massively increasing your sales, marketing, visibility, and systems for your e-commerce business. You can join today by clicking the link in the notes below. All right, let's dive into it. Four things that are preventing your e-com business from growth. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is your mindset. So I know this problem more than anyone else because when I had my product business, my mindset was terrible, 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 terrible. I was always thinking instead of celebrating the wins, I was constantly thinking, well, why is this? My competitor is doing better than me. So even though I just made $100,000 in sales, you know, Susan from this shop made $200,000 in sales. So therefore my business stinks. My business isn't working. I stink. We, when we we're so connected to our business, when we have a product business, it really is like our little baby. And it's very easy to get attached and connected to the physical product. It's in your house. It's all over your room. You know, you live, eat and breathe this business. And so you get emotionally attached and so when your business isn't growing, sometimes those like self-doubts turn from your business onto yourself. So it becomes, my business isn't working, therefore there's something wrong with me as a person. They don't like me. My customers don't like me. What's wrong with me? What am I not doing right? It becomes an internal thing and I want you to really... The first step to that is just being aware that you're starting to blame yourself and you're starting to take those emotions and feelings from your business and put them on, you know, reflecting onto yourself. So I think that's one thing that you probably are doing it and not aware you're doing it, but those types of mindset issues are really going to make your business not grow because you're taking all that time and energy that could be spent towards your business, be spent on marketing, for example, or spent on, you know, the things that drive sales. And it's not because you're wasting time and energy getting sad and depressed and like upset about your business. And when you are feeling upset, depressed or down, are you productive? Like, is that really when you're going to do some big things in your business? No, you're probably going to go buy wine and watch reality TV by yourself Oh wait, that's what I used to do. (laughs) Well, I still do sometimes, but like you, it just, it becomes like a mess. It becomes messy and you do things that aren't healthy for you or your business. So mindset is something that I'm putting it first because it is the number one thing that's preventing your growth. If you have a positive mindset, if you celebrate your wins, if you acknowledge like, look, my business isn't going very well right now, but you know, I've made some sales. I've learned all this stuff. You know, look at all the things you're learning. That is something in itself to celebrate. So I want you to really be aware of your mindset and how it is affecting you. I also know with social media, with Instagram, we constantly are looking at what other people are doing. And a lot of times other businesses 
only showcase the things that are working. They don't actually talk about how hard it is to have a product business. So I think being aware of mindset is so, so important. And I actually want to start talking about this more on the podcast because I truly believe your mindset is like 80% of your business. So I always say marketing is 95% of your business, but mindset is too. Mindset is honestly so much, so, so important. And if your mindset is positive, if you say, you know what, I can do it. I will do it. My business will grow. I will grow. It will happen. I firmly believe that. And the other thing I want to address when it comes to mindset is this whole, uh, this whole thing of like, oh, well, I tried something once and it didn't work. So therefore it doesn't work. Therefore it can't work for me. That is BS. And I know so many of you are saying that, and I've done the same thing too. I'm not Everything I'm going to talk about today are things that I have made mistakes on too. So I'm not trying to say, oh, well, I know everything and you don't. That's not true. All these mistakes here, I have made them myself. 100% have made them myself. So when you have this attitude of like, well, I tried something once or twice or three times and it didn't work. Therefore, I'm just going to give up. Like, oh, I posted one reel on Instagram and I didn't get any followers. I'm going to, I just, Instagram sucks. It doesn't work for me. Again, that's a mindset issue, but it's also just a negative attitude. (laughs) I mean, if you come to me, if you're one of my, if you're, if you're one of my one-on-one coaching um, clients and you come to me and say, Hey, Carrie, I tried a reel and it didn't work. What do you think I'm going to say to you? I'm going to say, okay, cool. We'll do it again and do it again and do it again and do it for three months every single day. And then if you get no sales, if your account doesn't grow, if you are not getting better at reels, then maybe it's not for you. But trying something once or twice or three times, that is not enough. And I see so many of you, so many of you, because I get DMs from you all the time, different DMs, different emails. And you literally say, oh, my sale, my launch didn't go well. Like, you know, an e-commerce shop launches some apparel and it didn't go well oh, well, I, you know, I think it's my Instagram or like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to post something better tomorrow. Or, you know, I, I had a, a, a launch and it didn't, it didn't work. So I think, you know, I think my reel just was really bad. No, it just takes freaking time. It takes time. Everything takes time. And anyone who tells you differently is lying because it does. <laughs> so if you try something over and over and over and over, and then it still doesn't work, maybe instead of giving up or saying, oh, well, X, Y, or Z doesn't work for me, try it in a different way. Learn from, figure out someone else who's doing it better. Look at what they're doing. See how you could maybe pull something from how they're doing it and apply it to your business. So mindset is everything. And if your mindset is not good, you need to work on that. So being aware of your bad mindset is step number one. My mindset when I had my business was horrific. It was terrible. I never celebrated wins. I always compared myself to others. I constantly thought everything I was doing wasn't good enough. And it was good enough. You know, that's the thing. And so is it So is it for you. Like whatever you are doing is good enough because you're putting yourself out there. You're showing up on video. You're trying new things. I want you to really think about mindset and how your mindset is affecting your business. So as a wrap up for mindset, just things to be aware of one, how much time you're spending on social media. 
Two, how much time you are wasting comparing your business to other people. Oh, like seriously, and I'm thinking of one person in mind and I love this person, I love her. However, all the time messages me saying, oh, like, you know, I sent an email out and no one bought anything. But Susan sent an email out and like, you know, she got all these sales. And I was like, well, how do you know she got sales? And she was like, well, she posted it on Instagram. And I was like, first off, everybody lies on Instagram. I see so much bullshit on Instagram. People lie. People don't tell you the truth. People, you know, it's like this little facade. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying everybody lies, okay? But you can't just trust people just because they're posting something on Instagram. And guess what? I constantly catch myself doing the same thing within my business. I'm like, oh, that competitor, like, gosh, they get, they're getting so many students in their program and, and I'm not getting enough. Like, what's wrong with me and my program? And I have to stop myself and be like, no, you don't know what they're doing. You only know what you're doing. Focus on what you can control and that is what you are doing. So work on mindset, work on being aware of what you're thinking, how much time you're wasting comparing and how much time you're not putting into trying new things. Again, like if reels doesn't work for you because you tried it for one week and it didn't bring you sales. Well, guess what friend? Keep trying it. Try something different. Um, try it for six months and then you can say, oh, well it doesn't work. Okay, fine. But a week or, you know, three times, not enough. Okay, let's go into number two. So the number two of four things that are preventing your e-commerce store from growth, um, your lack of marketing. Holy crap. Marketing is 95% of a product-based business. You have to spend time marketing it, marketing it, getting it out there, getting visibility, getting your product in front of new eyeballs. That is your business. So you can say, oh, well, I have, you know, I'm selling an Amazon, I'm selling an Etsy. Doesn't matter. You still have to get that product in front of new people. So marketing is like 95% of your business. And when I say marketing, I mean like email marketing, doing SEO, blogging, getting on people's podcasts, knowing how to speak to your customers showing up on Instagram, doing lives, like you need to do a lot of different things. Doing one thing doesn't work. So I don't care if you have 30,000 followers on Instagram and you only spend time on Instagram, that is not enough. So your lack of marketing is killing your business, literally killing your business. So with that said, you have to market your business. You have to do all the different things. It doesn't mean you have to do all the different things today, but over the next six months, set some goals for your business. Like, okay, you know what? By Q2 of 2022, my goal is to really optimize my website with SEO, keywords, uh, title tags. I'm sorry, not title tags, titles for your website, meta description. So you start showing up on Google and then maybe in Q in Q2 as well, maybe one of your goals is, you know what? I want to start blogging. I want to start creating content. So my audience finds me organically on Google. Okay, cool. So you have now two or three months to work on your website with SEO and start creating a blog strategy. That isn't that hard. You have a few months, tackle one or two goals. Don't feel like you need to do everything in one week. That's when people feel like, 
overwhelmed and burnt out. So set yourself some goals for the year and stick to it and be consistent. But marketing is the secret sauce to growing your business. There is no and ifs or buts. That is the secret sauce. Whether you're doing organic stuff like creating blog content, going on YouTube, working with influencers, getting on people's podcasts, um, sending your product to people for unboxings on YouTube or unboxings on a blog post, um, getting your website optimized for SEO, doing email marketing. There's like a million things you can do, but you need to start doing some of them. Being on one channel like Instagram is not enough. And that's what I see from so many of you. And I get it because my first year of my business, I did the same thing. I was like only on Instagram. And then I was like, oh my God, I need to get the fuck off Instagram and get on more channels. So I started doing SEO. I started blogging. I started selling on other platforms. I started doing other things. And that's when my business grew. So I'm not saying this to be rude or mean or hurt your feelings because I know so many of you are just, you're trying, you know, and I love that for you. But we want to be aware that marketing is everything. And if you're not marketing enough, your business isn't going to grow. All right. So on to number three. So your customer experience is not working. So four things preventing you from, I'm sorry, four things preventing your e-commerce store from growth. Number three is customer experience. Your customer experience is not, not working for you. So when I say customer experience, I'm mainly focusing on when a customer receives your product in their hands. So you ship it off to them, they open their mailbox and they pull out your product. That's when customer experience starts in this reference. However, customer experience actually starts from your social media, from your website. Where does your ideal customer discover you at the top of the funnel? That's where customer experience actually starts. So if it's your website, how good is your website? If your website sucks, they're not going to buy from you. If they're going to buy, if they're going through the process of ordering from you and it's really difficult. You're making it very difficult for people to buy from you. That's also customer experience. So they're kind of, you know, they're two different things. But in this conversation, what I'm really focusing on is the actual when someone receives your product in the mail. So customer experience from a packaging standpoint, are you shipping your pa- your product in like a boring brown box? with no branding. It's just like, okay, I'm going to print Susan ordered my four rose gold pens. Okay, cool. I'm going to print off Susan's label. I'm going to open up a brown ugly box, pop those pens in there, close it up, tape it up with a bunch of ugly tape, and then slap on the label. And I ship it to Susan. There's no branding. There's nothing in there that is fun. It's basically receiving a product from Amazon. And we all know what that's like. You receive an ugly brown box, you pull out a product and there's a little teeny packing slip that says like from Amazon, da, 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 da. There is no brand experience. There's no fun experience. It's just boring. And for Amazon, like I think as a society, we are okay with that because we order something sitting in our underwear from our room. And then two days later, the product shows up in our house. So, you know, you give and take like Amazon's basic with that stuff, but we get our products quickly and Amazon, you know, it's easy to order from. They they do so many things right. But from, <clears throat> you know, the small business that's selling pens or, um, I don't know, anything, nail polish, organic nail polish, 
you need to create an awesome customer experience that one gets people to want to come back and buy from you again. And two, you want to create a customer experience that gets people to literally say, oh my God, this is so amazing. I need to go grab my phone before I open this anymore because I have to share this on my social media so my friends, family, and followers also know how awesome this brand is. That's the power of an amazing customer experience. So packaging, um, what kind of box do you have? Is it a branded box? Is it a beautiful printed poly mailer bag? Do you have uh, maybe a white box with a beautiful packing uh, tape around it? There are things you can do to keep it super simple, but customer experience within packaging is wildly important. And then once they open the box, what is inside? Is the product packed nicely? Is there tissue paper? Maybe it's like wrapped in tissue paper with a sticker. Um, However you have the product, that also has to look good too. And then things like, you know, I'm a huge advocate of creating like postcard inserts for your bag, um, for your product. You need to have something in there that has that brand experience. So follow us on social media, post a picture of your product on social media. Here's a discount for a future purchase, like have something. So they're like, oh, wow, like this is awesome and get your customers to do things for you. So when I say customer experience, I'm really focusing in today's conversation on product, like the product experience. And a lot of that has to do with packaging. And I love packaging. I love talking about packaging. I think it's just, there's so much opportunity. So anyway, and then the last thing of the four things preventing your e-commerce store from growth, not willing to invest in yourself or in your business. And this is a big one. And this is something that, again, I did this with my, this was a mistake I made in my first business. I was afraid to spend money. I was afraid to invest in myself and how I ended up, how I spent those three years of owning my business, the Dapper Dog Box, stressed, overwhelmed. I felt like I was drowning, confused sad, like down, depressed. None of these are happy things. Okay. So yes, I did have happy moments in my business, but I felt like I was drowning because I never knew what the F to do to grow my business in a way that like, that I wanted to. So my business grew. I mean, I, like I said, I grew from zero to multi six figures of revenue per year, not just like in total per year in two and a half years. So that is great. I didn't use ads. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a mentor. So that's great for someone like figuring it out. I think it's really great. However, if I had just found someone who, who had already gone through what I was going through, if I had just found someone who had already grown a big e-commerce business and hired them or worked with them or bought a course from them or bought a coaching program from them, imagine how my business could have grown faster because I would have known what to focus my time on. I would have known what things would make the biggest, like what what are the needle drivers in the business? Um, I would have known where to spend money. I would have known how to spend my time and I would have had confidence because now I know, okay, I have, I have someone who, who I can ask questions to. I have someone who already did this before, so they know the fastest way to get from A to Z. 
So I stopped wasting my time trying new shit that doesn't work, spinning the wheels, feeling frustrated all the time. That is the power of investing in someone who has already done the things you want. So that was my my one of, so I always say I have two big mistakes for my business. That was one of them. So basically, super important mistake to try, you know, and I get it. Like some of you are like, well, I don't have money. I get it. Like do it when you can, but, and do it, do it when you can. But like the biggest thing that someone has said before is invest in someone or a coach or a mentor or a course before you think you are ready. And that always stuck with me um, ever since I've heard it, because it's true. We're, we're never ready for anything. You know, we really aren't. We're never ready. And there's always a million things you can tell yourself to keep yourself small, to keep yourself back, you know? But when you say, you know what? Maybe I can't afford this, but I'm going to figure out how to afford this. Um, and I don't know what I was reading lately. Was it a, oh, okay. It was a book I'm reading. Now I forget the name of the book too. Oh my gosh. Never mind. But he's talk. he's like, he has a really famous, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay, that's it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm reading that book right now. It's such a good book. If you haven't read it, please read it. It's awesome. But he says something like, instead of telling yourself when you, when you think you don't have money for something, instead of saying, I can't afford that, you say, how can I afford that? And I love, that has, that has like stuck in my head since I've read it. I just think it's a really cool thing. And like, yeah, some things you literally can't afford, like just because I want, uh, I don't know. Like my next big goal is I really want to do an Airbnb like cabin in Washington. I'm going to see, I'm putting it out there on my podcast because now I want to like manifest this cabin. That's a huge goal of mine. Can I afford that today? No, I can't. However, um, I can come up with a plan. So what could be in the, you know, it could be in the, the future if we can figure out how to do it. Um, and that's also a huge investment, but if it's an investment that is reasonable, how can I invest that? I'm sorry, how can I afford that? How can I make it happen? Instead of jumping to saying, I can't afford that. And this is, again, is a mistake I made with my business all the time. I was always like, oh, I can't afford that. I don't have money. I can't do this. And so what happened was, is I sold my business. And then when I started my new business that I have now, I launched my business technically in December of 2019, I, but I, I didn't do anything with it for a few months. And then March of 2020 is really when I like properly started my business. I had been doing consulting. So I was doing consulting for e-commerce businesses before that. And so I launched my business in April, uh, March or yeah, March of 2020. And I was not I was making like less than $2,000 a month, okay? I'm just going to be very honest with that. Less than 2K per month just doing consulting and doing random, like building someone's website for them, like just random stuff. And I really wanted to be in a mastermind because I, again, the mistake I made with my first business was I didn't invest in anyone or a coach or a course. And I felt very isolated. Those are my two big things. I didn't try to find a community and I didn't try to find a coach or mentor. So 
I basically instantly, I launched my new business and I said, you know what? I'm not going to make all those mistakes I made the first time. So March of 2020, I signed up with a mastermind that was more money per month than I was literally making at the time. But the second I put that $2,500, I think it was more than that. I think it was like $2,500 a month plus um, monthly fee. When I put that money down, my mindset shifted instantly. I said, okay, I will make this happen. I will figure out how to make more money so I can actually afford this this coaching program. Um, And I did. Like, the thing is, when you put money down, your, your mindset changes. You hold yourself accountable now. When you just join these free Facebook groups and you Google shit, you're not holding yourself accountable. You know, there's no accountability. When you put money down on something, you become accountable and you're like, oh my God, I've just invested a bunch of money. I have to make, this has to work. Like, I will make it work. You become determined. You have goals. Like, it's it it's wild how that one instance and the funny story was and i'll tell you the whole story so we were um i was living in seattle and we were trying to buy our first house this was um like i said it was march of 2020 so right when covid was there i was sitting in a um was it yeah it was right when covid was starting um and i was sitting in this like really cool shop and if anyone here listening is from seattle i was in queen anne at this awesome place having a, uh, it's called spicy green juice. So I was sitting there having my green juice and we had put an offer in for a house. And I said, you know what, if I don't get this, if we don't, if we don't get the house, I'm literally sitting here right now and I will fill out an application for this person's mastermind group that I'm going to join. I'm not going to name her name, but that was my thing. I was like, if we get a house, I have to probably not spend this money. But I said, if we don't get the house, then I'm investing in this program. I can't afford it right now, and but I'll figure it out. Like, that's how I am. If I want something, I will figure out how to pay for it. So I got the call from my husband, didn't get the house. So I literally hung up, filled out my application for her program. I had a discovery call with her maybe like two days later. And on the call, like right when I hung up with her, I put down my first deposit. I think it was like the first, like whatever the monthly fee was, I just put down that that deposit. So yeah, it was like $2,500 and I wasn't even making that much in my business per month. So that's just an example. And I'm not telling you, you have to invest in in something. I'm not telling you that. Um, I'm simply sharing my experience because I went from someone who did not invest in things to now I'm become like a crazy person with investing because it makes a difference. It like when you invest in someone who has already done the things that you want, then they help you get to that finish line faster. They help you get to that finish line with less stress because they've already done the shit. They tell you what to do, what not to do, what mistakes to avoid. That is the power of finding someone or a program or a course where they've already done all the stuff you've done. And so they save you time and energy. And I'm sorry, but my first business, I was miserable because I didn't know what I was doing. I was working all the time. And my business now, it's not like all peaches and sunshine, but I make, I've make i made much less mistakes because I'm always working with someone who knows more than I do. And so they can give me that guidance and roadmap that I need so I don't have to make those mistakes again. So it's just a friendly reminder that 
when you're when you want to grow your business, when you're in when you put down money, even if it's like a $20 course or a $100 course or a coaching program that is like I don't know, however much money it is, when you put money down, you double down on your business. Your mindset shifts to, oh wow, this is actually a real business. I need to take myself seriously. I need to hold myself accountable. I have seen it work with me firsthand. So everything I tell you, you know, I'm saying it to help you, but I also want to give you a different way of looking at it because a lot of people will say, oh, well, I can't afford that. I can't afford a course. So like I have my Slay and Scale Product Academy course right now, and I've made it affordable for people. You know, I could charge a lot. I could charge double the price, but I want it to be something that that you can afford. And I also have a payment plan for that you can start today for $99. And I do that because I want you to, to invest. I believe in my program. I believe in what I'm teaching you. Um, if I didn't, I wouldn't be sitting here. So you have to invest in things that will help you get to the finish line quicker. So just a new way to think of it. You can make your own decisions, of course, but I, it's important to be open to that stuff because when you don't, you spent, you waste your time and your energy. You try to figure things out. You try to Google things. You make mistakes. You waste time. And that's not very fun. There are faster ways to get there. So anyway, guys, I hope you like this bonus episode. This was really fun to record. And I love these like impromptu podcast episodes. So all right, guys, I will see you next week.